1: A fresh insight on
2: Celtic Football Club. Over the course of 47 domestic games last season, Celtic failed to score in just two of them. This season's only four games old, but they've already managed to equal that record with the now-now draw against St. Johnson coming hot in the heels of the 1-0 League Cup defeat by Kumarlock. It's the first time we've failed to score in back-to-back domestic games in over five years. This is the Celtic Exchange Weekly. This is Tino, and this week I'm joined by Paddy and Sinkey as we cover all things Celtic. Paddy, the season's
0: just getting started, and we're already equal in records. What's all of us about? That's a horrible start to start the show <laughs> off. <laughs> um, I, I didn't, I, I didn't even think about that. That's, uh, that is quite sobering. Um, not that I wasn't already sober with uh, this, this recent performance, but yeah, uh, it's, it's been just a, a really, really long week. Um, last week waiting for that game against St Johnston and then uh, what we witnessed there on Saturday is just a, a a team that's just not anywhere near where it should be I understand obviously there's injuries in the camp and, uh, and I get that there are still players that are getting up to match practice as well um, but there's also massive signs that there's players that are nowhere near the level required um, to play for this team why it's taken to this point I don't know I don't know um, and it's going to be a really busy week if we if we really need to try and right those wrongs now. And that
2: was my chat, Paddy. That was the line I was using in the the pre-match stuff. Mean Sinky covered pre-match for St. Johnson, and I'm like, Celtic have the chance to write some wrongs this week and all that stuff. And that was the party line. And we did not write any wrongs, did we?
0: No, no. I, I think we were all waiting and stuff happening last week, and and I think that obviously there's been a lot of chat about Palma, and, and that looks to be getting over the line, but there there seems to be a bit a few issues kind of. Creep him up with national clearance and that. That's still only one player. Um, everything still seems fairly quiet on the rest. And I wonder if it is a case of the board are saying we need players to move on before you get anyone else in. Yeah, the,
2: the chat from Stephen McGowan, who's the kind of fairly well-quoted journalist, uh, writes for the Scottish Daily Mail, which is up to him, um, mentioned that there could be five or six ins and outs, you know, five coming in, six out. There's a lot of exits. Um potentially going to happen and we'll get to all of that Lewis Palma that you mentioned he's the Honduran winger uh, looks like Celtic have got a deal lined up for him for about 3.5 million and he should land in Scotland around about Wednesday Thursday potentially to get thrown right into that game on Sunday Paddy yeah. Sanky, um so poor the game was on Saturday that my good good friend Paddy here effectively walked by me after the game <laughs> I'm standing outside right the ground <laughs> I see him over the way Hi hey, Paddy my good mate and uh, were your were your brother with you was it? Aye, I was making and sure my brother got back to the car all right. They just <laughs> he just trundled by me, Sinky. Be- barely spoke to me. He was gutted.
1: I don't blame him, mate. Well done, Paddy. Uh, <laughs> he's probably he's probably in a days after watching that, that game. We mentioned the post match about performance and reaction and free, but we went you went for five I went for three now. Did it didn't happen? Did no. it at well, t-
2: oh. You got the nil bit, right? Ah, that's
1: yes. <laughs> true. but you mentioned that record at the start about um, about those scoring. But back to back, that's some achievement,
2: 180 minutes a fit by the foot of goal. So we're smashing it. <laughs> so, um, so as I said there, five years ago, 2018 was the last time we went two games back to back. The last time we went three games domestically without scoring, I think, was in 1994. Some dark, dark times. And it would be mad to think that we're close to that. So let's hope we get a, a big result on Sunday. And we'll get to all of that in a bit. But Sinky, generally speaking, as as Paddy says, it's a massive week ahead. There's the end of the transfer window, the trip to Ibrooks, and you know, various other things going on, Champions League draw. Anything giving you reasons for optimism at this time? Um the Palmer guy, that's giving me
1: optimism. Um <laughs> there was a bit of red tape involved. Some people will see these in London, some people will see these in Greece. Your man, Steve McGinn, obviously saying about the players coming in, people leaving as well. Um we just need to regroup. Um, this week but the, the transfer window is, is massive obviously going up to the any of the, the derby's a big week. Um obviously that as, as the week goes on it starts to intensify and, and stuff like that. But I think um we need we need to get some players in. We need, we need something. But after that performance on Saturday against St Johnson the week before, <laughs> we mentioned reaction, we really need the reaction now. And
2: there's no there's no better place to do it than Castle Grayscale. <laughs> and that is the that is the optimistic way to look at it. Yes, it's been a, a a poor couple of games, but if we get a response, that could be huge for us on Sunday. Just to mention the the start the start the the, the start that nobody really wanted to hear. That came from at Celtic FC trivia on Twitter. Good account and, and well worth following. Uh, he's got more optimistic stats than that I as well. Hope so, so. <laughs> okay, let's take a look at what's coming up on this week's show. First up is a focus on Callum McGregor and in what all of a sudden looks like his biggest challenge since becoming captain of Celtic As he looks to steer the team away from our early season frustrations Speaking of frustrations, Seatak Sabanovic has vented his annoyance on social media Following a lack of game time since he's moved to Celtic We look at whether he was justified in doing so and what may be next for the Montenegrin International and it's time for a new challenge for the boys as the path to paradise is replaced by the 11th man a new feature which we'll be running with for the foreseeable future and finally we close out the show with our listeners question which comes from Graham in Dublin and focuses on a key decision Brendan Rodgers will have to make this weekend at Ibrox <laughs> OK, let's get started with the captain and with the part he's played as Celtic have got off to this sluggish start to the season. Paddy's of course been one of our main players for some time but do you think it's fair to ask the question of Callum McGregor
0: following some poor recent performances? Um, absolutely, we, we will ask the question. I think what we have to remember is what, what credit he has in the bank. I've said this quite a lot about Callum McGregor. Um, this is a, a new setup. Um, this is a new kind of style that that Rodgers is is bringing into this midfield he will trust his own process Brendan Rodgers and he will see that he thinks that this is what's going to work down the line for us it worked for for him when he was with us the first time when we seen Scott Brown basically move into almost that kind of anchoring role um, and dictating the play from where he was McGregor under Ange was similar to that but always had that support from the two inverted fullbacks and also get him, got himself involved further up the park as well. I don't think he's been given that freedom as much this, this season so far. Um, the big thing for Callum McGregor, and I kind of touched upon this after the the Comaner game, is that it comes down to trust. It comes down to trust about who who he's playing with and if the, those players are going to be in the right position. He will be looking at what he's got coming up from his full backs and I don't think he trusts it. As much as he maybe did last season, um, and he'll be also looking about who he's got as his centre halves as well, and he can use them to try and get the ball out from from difficult positions. He's a clever player, but also I I, I generally see a little bit of doubt in his mind and who he's who he's playing the ball to, and that's the only thing I would put it down to. The only thing, mm-hmm. I really would. I, I I still think he's the best for me. He's the best player at the club, and you don't drop off like that. I just think it's a change. I think he needs to get adjusted to who he's playing alongside but also is worrying that if he thinks who he's playing alongside isn't cutting the grade I would trust his judgement on that. I really would.
2: OK, and we'll get into the finer detail of that. It's a, it's a very valid point. Sinky, you were strong in your defence of Calmark just last week. Do you see it as, as just a dip in form or, or anything else to it? A,
1: a dip in form, maybe a lack of confidence. But as I said, he's got, a, he's got an existing relationship with Rodgers for his previous tenure. So there's no better person to deliver the manager's message than, than the skipper. So... Uh, it's a, a mixture of things Paddy's obviously mentioned the trust he sees everything that's going on about him um, he might see a dip in the quality around about him obviously losing the likes of Jot and stuff like that but I said he will come good I've no doubt about it Paddy mentioned he's got a lot of credit at the bank uh, over the last few years um, he's, he's trophy Hall proves that uh, he will come good You know, but I think just at the moment uh, obviously he's the, he's the an integral part of the team but the rest of them as well. <laughs> Nobody's on form at the moment, it looks like. But he's the one that obviously used. Obviously, you're used to pulling the strings, regardless if he's playing in the six
2: or a wee bit further afield. But he's no something's no clicking at the moment. So he signed a new five-year deal just in July, as we all know. It'll be 35 by the time that expires in summer 2028. Um, I think you mentioned it there. He's won 20 major honours at Celtic, including five Trebles. Just phenomenal numbers. Um, Paddy, but straight question Was it overly generous to give a 30-year-old a five-year deal?
0: No, I don't think so I don't think so I think we look at um, the resurgence in Scott Brown When when Brendan Rodgers came in and what he delivered for this team um, I think that you can really, really see the the class that he brings And what he has brought to the, the teams that have come in over the last two seasons um, Because as much as obviously we, we um, credit Ange for everything he's done for us a lot of that goes down to the environment in the dressing room which was created by, by Callum McGregor. I still think he's got way more in the engine than we let on. I just think it's been a bad couple of games, more so just he's not got the quality around him at the moment. There was
2: a moment in the game, wasn't there, maybe with about 10-15 minutes to go, Celtic were obviously pressing and pressing quite high, but uh, St. Johnston broke and they got the the ball out to somebody kind of high up on the left hand side and Callum McGregor showed that engine, You know, he, he, you know, he got up into top gear and overtook the guy, won the ball back and, and retained possession. So the legs are still there do you know, it's easy and lazy when a player turns 30 just to say, Ah, you know, falla time's caught up with him and stuff like that. Um I'd mentioned it in a recent recording that someone was on our Twitter or YouTube just saying he's done. That's Callum McGregor done. And being quite strong on it, he's done, time's caught up with him. It it's been a decline over the last few years and it's finally there. What has um, he been watching
0: over the last few years? Uh, I mean, that's was, that.
2: You know, some people form strange opinions, but you can see that you know we need to be careful, don't we, about overreacting at times because we're four games into a season and right now we're covering a section on Callum McGregor. But it's valid to question just where he's at, and it's as I say, it's an easy and potentially lazy argument just to say I thirty and that's it, end of the road. But you make a good point, Paddy, and I'd like to pick up on it in terms of what's next to him. We've gone from a system last season of inverted fullbacks where you had uh, Greg Taylor on the left hand side and. Either Alistair Johnson or Tony Elson in the right hand side, who as soon as Celtic got on the ball, they joined him in the midfield. They became, you know, central midfielders, you know, and everything but name. So all of a sudden, McGregor had that reliability and that those reinforcements either side of him, which then did allow him to be creative and go and do his thing, knowing that if if he he were to give up possession or if his teammates were, then you've got that real cover there. Now he doesn't have that, and and all of a sudden he looks a bit isolated, doesn't he? It does, you know. Um, especially with Matt really, He's kinda of taking on board
1: a kind of new role, uh, more box to box. So he's kinda of leaving himself exposed. So he's a usually a writer, you know should in saying about the fullbacks getting close to him, playing little triangles and stuff like mm. that. But he is he is more is more exposed. And as well, I mean, we mentioned about the left backs and right backs getting used to not playing the, the inverted fullback role, but it might be a bit of a change for McGregor as well, when you've you've obviously just mentioned. So that that being said, I, I said it last week as well. He's a a professional, he's an international footballer. He should learn, he needs to adapt and learn to adapt to to any system. But as I said, Turnbull's been in and out. Um, O'Reilly's been a constant in Mm. there as well. So he is playing with different different midfielders. But I, I still think we're crying out for an actual proper number six Victor manyama type to, to win the ball back and l- let McGregor go further, further up because I think you're right he's, he's very dynamic he's great, great carrying the ball uh, in situations like the, obviously he's seen in well, winning the ball back and, and driving us forward he's not getting that opportunity at the moment with the, with the way we are playing
0: I, I would agree with you on that and I think that I, I wouldn't mind seeing him in that position as well I don't have any doubt that he could do it I think that anyone get into the position he's at just now is going to struggle though. Anyone get into that that, that role that he's playing just now. And I, I kind of go back to, obviously I'm speaking about the fullbacks and them coming out and bringing the ball out. Being in those positions ready to take the ball, like you say, play playing a few triangles around that area. That's gone now. But the other big issue that we're facing at the moment, and I, I think everyone will agree with what we've seen in Saturday the pace in which we were bringing the ball out from the back was ridiculous. It was far too slow, far too slow. So the minute you're looking for your captain who's going to be the next link into the midfield, he's covered. He he, he kept on getting marked out of the game because Scales and Lagabielki just were not moving the ball quick enough. And if you looked at Starfelt, if you looked at Carter Vickers, the recycling of the ball was a lot more sharper mm-hmm. than what we've seen in Saturday. And I just don't think we've had that constant run of a, a settled back line or like you say, I said uh, two centre like centre mids that are in front of them, it's not been settled enough yet. So I, I I don't doubt McGregor at all. I really don't.
2: Sinky, you made the point. Um recently Derek McInnes had highlighted stop Callum McGregor playing stop Celtic. And from a St. Johnson point of view, they you seen it time after time, they were so happy to let Scales and Lagar Bielka bring it forward, and they weren't engaging with them until around about ten yards inside the St. Johnson half. So Liam Scales, you know, thinking of Starfelt that like you mentioned there Starfelt, you know, cumbersome as he looked on the ball He'd get out of his feet in two or three touches and it was gone yeah. I counted one time Liam Skills and I'm thinking Six, seven, eight touches, what's going on here? And he was creeping into their half And as soon as he got in their half He just didn't know what to do And I'm I'm quite um, reluctant to criticise Liam Skills here Because it's not Liam Skills' pos- uh, fault that he was put in that position on Saturday I don't think he should be at Celtic I don't think it's his level yeah. And I think, listen you ask I was we'd have thrown a shirt on and played on Saturday of course you would but I think Liam Scales has become the scapegoat I thought there was an unfair tension
0: every time he got the ball I thought the, the crowd got on his back And I'm sorry Tino but I would I, I disagree with that I think that you know you, you make that clear then if you're not ready to play at that level you shouldn't be at the club and I understand that he's been kept on throughout the summer um, but it wasn't just Scales that was involved in that I have to question Lagabe Elke albeit it's very very early days in his career but I don't see any, anything that's promising in that front as well. I
2: don't have the sample size to look at Lagerbelka and what he's done and what he might do. I know Liam Skills isn't good enough and I don't think it's his fault that Celtic have mismanaged the situation to put him there. I just think from a supporter's point of view, uh, and listen, we can get into detail about you know, booing at half-time, let alone booing at full-time, but I just think the tension went up tenfold when he got on the ball, almost steering him into making errors. I think he's a guy that isn't ready for Celtic You know, for being frank about it. But I think there was a lack of support for him as well. Well, we'll maybe different in that part and that's cool. But I just think that he's he, he shouldn't be anywhere near it at this yeah, moment no, in time. Yeah. Do, do
1: you know what, team? We're going to we're going to keep him. We're going to keep him. next right? so he's not going to probably go to Aberdeen now. He's going to play maybe two games after the window, and then we could kick about in January. For potentially. So I know, I know, he's not he's not the level, and it gives me the fear. Um, about next Sunday and potentially a Champions League game mm-hmm. uh, coming up as well. But to be fair, as as an level, it's not the boy's fault. He's been thrown in there. Um, he had a decent season at Aberdeen, um, hence the reason why they want him back. Um, but yeah, we need to. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> what, what can you what can you do? He's, he's still, like, he's, there's not much
0: you can do with that situation. But it's still St Johnston lads, and uh, no, I take nothing away from them. But they've won one game this season, and and that's including the League Cup games. I, I I'd still think that. He he, he looked unfit and, you know, we're still very, very early in the season. I question that as well. I really do. Yeah, it's a good point in terms of the opposition. Um, he's pl- I'm sure he's played against St
2: Johnson before, but it's one thing playing for Aberdeen against St Johnson where a draw isn't a disaster or even a defeat isn't a disaster. Whereas at Celtic, there's just so much tension, yeah. especially given where we were at last week at Kilmarnock, where he didn't feature at all, by the way, and all of a sudden he's thrown in. Listen, now get back to Callum McGregor, we've gone <laughs> way off topic. Um, so the question is, what is the solution? So we've agreed that McGregor's potentially isolated. He's potentially suffering because he's not got decent options around him, whether it's inverted fullbacks or. or Decent, you know, colleagues in midfield. So what is the option, parry Do we go two in the base of the midfield, McGregor and someone else sitting, like what he used to do with Scott Brown uh, under uh, Brendan Rodgers? Or do we still need to fill that gap where someone else becomes that number six and four, or the Wanyama type, and let Calmat go and be a genuine attacking midfielder?
0: I think if we were to sign someone like that, yes, it would be brilliant to see, but I still see a lot of pressure on that player until the right players are back in and, in and around them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me I I, I can see Roger's been f- fairly stubborn with something like this and I don't think he'll upset what he's probably tried to implement throughout the full summer and albeit yes we haven't had the signings and some players haven't left that were maybe supposed to leave I also do think that he has been really unlucky with the injuries that this team is facing at the moment as well and it's that settled back line which I think is, is going to be crucial for us this season if once we get that that's when I think we start to see that role that McGregor is playing at the moment start to really bear fruit. Um but at the moment it's just there's no trust in what's behind them. And it's like, for example, we've spoken about the erraticness of Joe Hart over some of these games. There's no trust in what's in front of him.
2: You might be right. Um, you know, what we've seen time after time under Andrews Calmac dropping into that pocket, that very deep pocket, with his back to the opposition goal and taking it off Joe Hart or Carter Vickers and Scales and setting the next attack in motion. That's not happening just now. That's definitely changed, and it looks like it's been stifled. So yeah, you know maybe there's a bit of CalMac's fault. You know players can go off form. Maybe the system plays a huge part. Here's a question I put it to Kush when we done the post match. Um, I'm not suggesting this for a second for Ibrox before anyone jumps on it. But if his form doesn't improve, should he be dropped, captain or not? No. That's cool. a,
1: that's a, that's what I've got. I'm really?
2: Just, just, nah, out, no, nah, 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 no, I can, can I ask you. It's a 100% yes for me I don't care if you're captain Or whatever you are If you've got 100 trophies for Celtic If you're not doing it You're not doing it And I think we need to Put this sentimentality to the side Andrew would have dropped him If it wasn't working And I think and listen, he's, Credit in the bank Is, is the turn paddy And you're absolutely spot on So this isn't a cry for him To be dropped right now He's got a bit to go Before he gets to that But if we come out of Ibrooks, Come out the international break And a few games pass And it's still not happening for him And the team's settled down Yeah I think he should be dropped Like anybody else Okay
0: Okay, I, I I see where you're coming from, but I think that, that you gauge that when you have a settled, settled team. I we don't ma- think I it, don't make, it makes for more drama if I say it now. I know, I know, and I've,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I see what you're doing here. Yeah. There's not
1: many captains that get dropped, and,
2: and I know, but why not? I tell you something. I don't. I, don't, I just think I don't answer with Ra- Rangers have suffered for years for not dropping James Tavernier after woeful defensive performances. He's cost them time after time against Celtic. And they've never dropped him because he's the captain, and that's been a. It
1: takes ben- the penalties, mate.
2: Uh, well, and there's, there's plenty <laughs> of them. Exactly. But I think that's been a flaw, and I don't think Celtic or any club should be blinded by the fact that he wears the armband. So I know he's been really, really poor for weeks, but you can't drop him. I think I, I just don't think that should be a, a hard and fast rule at any club.
0: I still only think it's only three games. I no, really as,
2: as ah, and I, as I'm saying, I don't want to make it an overreaction right now. He absolutely should and will lead us out of Ibrox and beyond. But it's just if we get a bit further down the line and he doesn't manage to kind of. Pull it back for any reason to previous form. Uh, I just wanted to see, see what, <laughs> what your reaction was that? like. Well, I said, I, I was going to ask a, a, a question moving on from that about what does a midfield at Celtic look like without Calmac? But I don't know if he's an entertainer. I thought you it?
0: were going to say he should be selling before the end of this one.
2: You get a few quidies <laughs> oh, in a five year deal. I'm just saying, we're talking about signing number sixes. We'll vote a couple on their day, but it be seen. I know. I mean, we've got Quorn. we've got Iwata. Thiago Holm didn't feature at all on Saturday, which I thought was surprising. Um, I know he wasn't great against Kilmarnock, but at Celtic Park, you might have thought he'll go and do something there in the in the big pitch, but yeah. it wasn't to be. The other huge part, of course, about Callum McGregor is, is the stuff he does that we probably don't see. You know, the behind-the-scenes stuff, the welcoming new players to the club and, and letting them know what Celtic's all about. He's obviously one of like, a fairly small handful of, of homegrown players. There's him, James A. Forrest, Tony Ralston, Greg Taylor. And there's such a huge part to play, Sinky, out with what he does in the park. I know, even some
1: of the sound bites as well. You see, when he's when he's giving instructions to the players in the warm up and stuff. But yeah, I mean, a Celtic club captain, they do a lot of stuff. I mean, as you mentioned, Brown was an absolute legend at all that kind of stuff, and McGregor's obviously seen that <laughs> close hand, and he's kind of taken that mantle on for him. You know, but you're right; he does all of that in the background. And and I mentioned at the start, he is the one who should be. Between the manager's messages to the guys, and it's it's interesting because as I've mentioned, he, he's played with Rodgers before, so he, he should be telling the players. This is how this guy plays. Do you know what I mean? This is how this is his system. Get used to it. I, I just think he is. He's he's the main man for sure. He's the captain, and, he, and he's and he's role within that captain role is is to integrate new players, mm-hmm. um, do all the press stuff. But being the captain of
2: Celtic comes with so much responsibility, and I think he's great at it. And I can't fault him at all. I think he's an excellent captain, too, and I'm not saying that he's not. It's just in terms of what he's bringing, just in terms of his playing stuff at the moment. He- we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot
1: and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. No. Carved it in the blood on our backs We did not see We could not But she did And in the end What will I become?
2: Senua Saga Hellblade 2 Play it now with Game Pass But he has set really high standards for himself And his teammates Paddy, throughout his years He's been at Celtic since he was nine So over 20 years at the club And to Sinki's point there He does have a huge responsibility Within that role to to carry the manager's message he's his on-field general he's the guy that says right if the manager wants us this, this is what we must do you, you'll have heard joe hart talking pre-match uh, for st johnson to say we're all on board they repeated it a couple of times we're all on board it was almost in response to some of the criticism that they'll have heard over the last seven days or so and there is a suggestion that some of the players aren't quite buying in and if that's the case it's up to Callum mcgregor he does have a responsibility to go and hammer home that message and make sure they're absolutely clear on it.
0: Absolutely. And I think that he he will. I really do. I don't see him sitting on his hands and watching this kind of unfold uh, the way it has this season. There will be an element of those that have down tools already. Um, that's, fine. that's fine. That's fine. That's football. We understand that happens. I've said this before. We have a very big squad. We have a very big squad. And that is a, an issue created by Celtic. So that needs to get addressed as well. So there are only, you're not going to get what, 29 players all buying in or 30 odd players buying into what you want to do it's impossible football doesn't work that way we know that um, so he'll work with the ones that really want to do that I think that the like you you mentioned uh, along the lines of someone like Liam Scales I think there are those in that team that are having to be utilised at the moment that know their ability know their boundaries and know what they can play at it's bringing the best out as much as you possibly can with those guys that'll be McGregor's focus other than those putting out obviously their, their Instagram posts that we've seen at the weekend and I know we'll speak about Ivanovich, but there will be that pettiness there and it's how you as, as a team and how you as a club address that. Um, I remember like the little pet, petty uh, remarks made from uh, Jackie Marcus before he left and to be honest, as much as I think a few of the guys were disappointed to see him leave, it didn't affect anything. It didn't affect anything in what we were doing on the park. So... Again, that goes back to how how is that happening? Is that because there's leaders in that team that basically say that's not the focus? That's that person's career. That's that person's time here. That person's time here at Celtic. We are still here. We still want to play. We still want to win for this team. That's what. That's the people he needs to focus on for me.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's a really good point because think with a squad of, of thirty plus players, you know that some guys have got a foot out the door. There's guys that will almost definitely leave by the the end of the window. You know whether that's real fringe players like Yetis and whoever else, James McCarthy, guys like that, or it might be guys that have got half a foot in the door. Liam Scales wouldn't have expected to be here. So Carla McGregor's having to motivate a guy who's, he probably had half a foot up in Aberdeen, you know, it's (laughs) that kind of stuff. And there's a, I don't know, maybe a core of 18 guys who will be the guys moving forward. But the moment is so disjointed and such is the nature of modern football, isn't it? If the window, as we know, doesn't close till four or five games into your season, then what can you do? But you know that as a leader, whether it's a captain or the manager, you're sometimes addressing a group, and you know that they're, they're probably not even listening to you at Times, and that, that's that's for the guys. But the, also, you've got to factor in the fact that obviously
1: you've got a new a new manager, and some players would prefer their old, the old manager style, the old the old manager's man management style, all these different things. So, I mean, we mentioned it in the show last week about obviously the signings have been made, uh, uh, the range signings pretty much, right? So a lot of these guys will be thinking, I don't like this. Isn't for me, I like the old way, right? I, like, I like the old way of playing ball, so, you know what it's like, in work or any, even you know, in a football team, when you get a new gaffer in, you sometimes click with them, you sometimes don't, yeah. you, you identify quite quickly, right, who <laughs> you click with, who you don't click with, it. so there'll be that in there as well, That like, there'll be guys and they're going, I, like, I miss a bit of Ange ball, I like the way we used to play, um, and I think that, that mentally, they'll switch
2: off, What's annoying is that Every time you pick up your phone Or turn on Sky Sports It's just Ange everywhere (laughs) They absolutely love him And it's doing my nothing. I just
1: watched watched Robbie Williams Singing about him
2: Uh, Uh, Did you watch that? My God that make you sick But (laughs) You know yeah, Was it Joe Cole and Peter Crouch Were just loving his chat at the weekend They they cannot get enough of him He's a a breath of fresh air down there And I wonder if some of these guys That you're referring to Think he will see and go "Oh, There's there's old Ange I I love Ange but last thing, we need to move on we spoke about it last week we'll not dwell on it these guys are paid a lot of money yeah. to get on board with whatever the message is and they need to get on board or get out because there's a, a huge season ahead for Celtic um, and there's no doubt Paddy that Callum McGregor he'll be as frustrated as anybody you know he's given a huge chunk of his life to Celtic and certainly you know his whole professional career so far and it'll be great on him and he'll be keen to turn this around you touched on the international stuff Sinky and interestingly he's at this moment in time the only Celtic player representing the Scottish national team the rest have all been fired out, Greg Taylor's early form hasn't you know, worked for him, he's out the, the squad Tony Ralston's back out the squad Turnbull despite playing more games is out the squad James Forrest has been fringed for a while so McGregor continues to, to kind of fly the flag for Scotland from a, a Celtic point of view, but into the bargain it's just more games, more games, more games he rarely gets a rest and if we're looking for reasons as to why he, he has dipped in form, you could add that to the mix as well Paddy.
0: Yeah you could I think over the, what, the last three or four seasons I think this is possibly one of his uh, his first almost full summer breaks um, and even then he still had dinner on in, in June um, I think that we, we, we do forget that as well but for me I don't see a player that's burnt out in the slightest I really don't I just see a player that's just a little bit disjointed at the moment and that is it can happen Yeah, you can burn out in two ways you can burn out physically or you can
2: burn out mentally uh, and, and there's a lot of pressure there that we maybe don't see um, Matt Riley was speaking quite recently about where he's at head-wise and stuff And I think actually just very quickly on Matt O'Reilly, Despite missing a couple of decent half-chances anyway um, he's, had, he's been one of the few kind of shining lights He's had a good start to the season more or less But there's not enough of them You know, there's not enough guys that have
1: I was going to say, hopefully Forrest gets strapped I know Forrest, we're to get strapped for Scotland Instead of same. <laughs> I know, I
2: know <laughs> Fingers crossed eh? um, but as We'll start to wrap this one up But to your you know, overarching point Paddy Huge credit in the bank. This is certainly not a call for him to be dropped or, or cast aside. He's a huge part of the plans, isn't he? He's going to be key to everything that Brendan Rogers is trying to implement. And as you said, Sinky, there's no better time to try and find that form than on Sunday at Ibrox. But any final words, Paddy, before we move on from this one?
0: I just think we we look at things like that in, in the next month. I'm, I'm with you in the sense of it'll be interesting to see if we do go into a bad result at the weekend and then we've we'll got an international break. It will be interesting to see the shape of the squad after that. And I think that that's when you maybe say you can you can properly judge Callum McGregor and where he's at for this season. Um that, that would be the only point I have in that. I still think he's he's by far for me the best midfielder in the country. Um I think he's an incredible player and I, th- there's just no doubt in my mind that it'll kick on. Once he once it's settled a bit more, he will kick on. On
2: Sunday, we woke up to a huffy wee post on social media from Sead Hak Sabanovic, who seems to be feeling underappreciated by the club at this moment in time. I'm sure most people have seen it, but if you haven't, it's a a black and white picture of him in his number nine shirt, walking off the park. Injured. Is he injured, probably? Uh, Always got his arm around him, and the, the caption says, If they don't see your value, maybe you're not in the right place and think I don't quite know where to start with it but what was your initial reaction on oh, seeing it know, I was absolutely fuming um,
1: I get social media as a platform for uh, obviously it's a personal brand they market themselves but chat the manager's door have a word don't don't Put your dirty laundry out in public, for <laughs> God's sake! So, it's uh, I, I was very frustrated, and I think um, speaking to the ma- majority of the boys uh, on every group chat, I'm on. <laughs> everybody wants them out. They, they want them gone. On the back of that, you, you don't. You don't do that, especially a guy. I mean, after the back of the, the team performance, mm-hmm. right? He's more about his value. It's not about you, mate. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't give a if, if we're playing well and we're winning games, and he's not getting a he's not getting a shot, right? then okay
2: maybe get away with it but no in the back of that man come on yeah I mean let's even just look at you know him individually it's, you know the, the team is struggling just now and the last thing you is an individual coming out and making it about him but Paddy you'll have heard me talking often enough I'm a huge fan of him as a talent I think you can clearly see he's a talented football player but he's not having the impact um, Stevie that we know well Stevie's you know making the point that he must get frustrated watching Abada and Maeda making mistakes time after time That's fine if when Haxabanovich is getting his chance, he's setting the world alight. And he definitely isn't, that's the problem. He's just not done it for Celtic in the time he's been here. So stats-wise, played 42 times for Celtic, 13 starts, only 13 starts, eh, five goals and four assists, just in terms of this season alone. So in the four games, he wasn't in the squad on day one against Ross County. He was a sub not used against Aberdeen. He got the last 15 against Kelly last week and he got the last half hour or so against St. Johnson. So... Your numbers need to be better than that, Paddy. If you want to throw the toys at the pram,
0: they do. And to kind of go on to what Stevie had, uh, replied with to the, the Twitter post about, obviously um, his Instagram post. I think I can see potentially where the frustration lies when you you you, you look at the the form of of Maeda. You look at the form of Lila Bada. They've not really they've not really started this season at all. They've not really kicked off at all. And he was sitting wondering, where am I going to get my chance to have an impact from the 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 very get go, we've always said in this show that when he does come on as a sub, he tries too hard, he tries too much, um, and misses the simple ball sometimes, misses the this the simple set of play, and ends up making too many mistakes. Um, but for me, I was actually discuss, well, we were discussing as a group uh, the other night. There, I wonder if Rogers has said, no, that's it, and that, that's why this post has came. out I wonder if that chat's happened already. And he's one of the ones that's possibly been told, move on. I yeah. think I think there's maybe something in that. Um, and that's just a nice come get me card, putting a post out like that. Yeah, Because that'll free up some nice wages as well. I wouldn't be surprised.
2: It would do. The, the thing for me about him, as I say, I, I think he's clearly a talented guy. But if he wants to be a winger at Celtic, he'll, he'll need to find some pace from somewhere because he's not shown it so far. So if he has to replace Abada or Maeda... I just don't think Bridal who does some of the, the pre and post match stuff for us made this very point he's got the skill to beat his man but he doesn't seem to have the pace to get on the end of it or get to the byline how often have we seen
0: him hit the byline and clip a cross in for Celtic? True but I don't always think that that's the sign of a winger I think it's a, a, a brilliant uh, asset to have um, but I don't always think that that's the, the be all and end all is getting to the byline a lot of our goals are made through getting it across the, the middle of the box as well um, before cutting it back Um Something that actually James Forrest was particularly good at, and um, in, in his heyday. But I think for for someone like Sabanovich, he's young, and there's been a few injuries, and it's it's all coming down to the attitude from him.
2: Yeah, like, he's he's twenty four years of age. Um, he he spent the summer getting. Diamonds in his teeth And highlights in his hair And maybe <laughs> Less time sprint training Which might have done him Some favours right. I just think um, You're right There's different ways To, to play out wide But Rodgers and uh, Andrew Postacoglu Were big on wide men Staying high and wide And getting to the byline And getting in behind defences He To me Seems more of a footballer Who would be really suited To a team who's looking For a creative number 10 yeah. To sit in that pocket Behind your striker And and pick holes And pick passes And, and chip in with the odd goal I don't think there's a place for that in this Conn Rogers setup. Albeit, I've no idea what this setup because <laughs> <right now>, <laughs> no, it's such but,
0: a mystery. But I just don't think he fits. I know what you mean, and I think we we on the show were actually crying out for him to maybe get I'd be given a chance in the ten under Ange last year. Um, I, I, it it looked very congested when he came on against Colmanark. Uh, albeit, yeah, he should definitely have had a penalty, but I don't think he knows what's around him. That's that's a big issue I've always kind of noticed about him. I don't think he's very aware. Um, of where he is on the pocket points and who is around him and when he was in that position that, that pretty much showed I can't remember much from him on Saturday to be honest I'm trying to think about it I thought it. he done okay
2: on Saturday and, right. and I came away from the game saying that he looked like he, he was trying to make things happen maybe as you've alluded to trying too hard again but I, I couldn't follow him on Saturday my initial you know, this is pre-social media post mm-hmm. I was I was in his camp I'm saying well at least he tried at least he showed he cared and then he comes out with his stupid Instagram post and on that part I think he's obviously made his feelings known about it but is that just how the modern player operates you know gone are the days of knuckling down working hard showing a bit of character being a man about it and chapping the the manager's door and saying can I speak to you about what what the future might hold it seems he's just gone full 24 year old and just put out a wee huffy post
0: I don't think it's the way of the all modern footballers I think I think that's just total petulance from him to be honest Um, I'm a big believer that the, the, the players and the manager still have that connection and I still think that you do see it and anyone that kind of does down tools or spits the dummy is addressed it's addressed but it's mainly kept indoors and if it's not going the right way that's when we start hearing rumours of they want out they want out it's not a direct social media post it's
2: the fact that Burnaby and Vat has liked it I know what? I know. Is that, is that next? You're oh, that's my
0: next question <laughs> okay. so I, it,
2: I, I don't know how far you go with it right so Hank Sabanovic is obviously the man who's put the post out so that's on him but then, you know, a couple of teammates, Burnaby, uh, Rockovata, and I think O have all liked the post. Now, I don't know how far you take it as a club, you know, as a man. Has Brendan Rodgers, has he get someone reporting back saying, hmm, breaking news boss, someone else has liked the post? You know, like, how does it go? Does he then pull all of them into the office and say, hey, you, you cut out your social media posts, and you cut out the likes and he's better not be retweeting these things or whatever How, where do you stop with all this it's just it's part of the modern game isn't it
1: it's crazy it's uh, honestly Bay, after the last few weeks he's said he shouldn't he be liking
2: that he was rotten he should
1: be knuckling down we've I mean, stuck by him I, I know he'd slept in for the meeting but also done the, with the driving stuff as well so we've stuck by him he
0: um, should have slept in for
1: Saturday I, I, think, he oh I think he did I think he did. I think he just got his bed uh, yeah. and that is potentially even
2: uh, before Friday uh, I don't know what I was up to I don't know what his game is he's injured he, he's <laughs> I don't know what he's When done. he's been fit he's not had much game time it's for different reasons those fellas Burnaby, fat. and O they all find themselves in a similar position to Hank Sabanovic. they're certainly not flavour of the month I just wonder as well Sinky um, changing manager and all that stuff I don't think it would have happened under Ange and I actually don't think it would have happened with Scott Brown as captain either um, is this just young guys just being a bit bold does it show us you know does it show a lack of Discipline in the camp I don't know
0: It, it did it happen under Ange though It did, did but, uh, Jack and Mac Hi, But what, look what happened uh, no, I, but <laughs> I think he was already Out the door To be honest Tino. But it did And I think If I'm memory serves me right I think there was a few players Part of the books Still part of the books now That liked that post as well But Ange brushed it off Like if You know If you, that's how you want To vent your frustration Go on Instagram I, And do he's, that
1: He's brushed it off publicly But I, I, can,
0: I can assure you He's no brushed it off In house That's what I mean <laughs> I, like, exactly, I, I I, like how, how clever he is about I, it Listen, um, uh, there is zero place for it. There's zero place. I always remember the, the story of Alex Ferguson uh, when Wayne Rooney spat a dummy and ended up with 300 grand a week at Man United. And Alex Ferguson walked into the office the next day and handed in his resignation. And they said, why? And he said, no one earns more than the manager. I think that just needs to, that, that needs to be the message to all players. No one earns more than the manager. I know it doesn't work in football nowadays, but I think that that, that discipline... For what you have for your players, they need to know who is in charge, and if they're already having that doubt, and get rid of them. Go. I'd agree with you, uh, but the power balance has shifted so much in
2: football and gone. Other days, Fergie was probably kind of last of a dying breed, wasn't he? You know, it's you know, if you want to go right back into Jock Steens and Shankly and Busby and Brian Cloughs and all these guys, Martin O'Neill even, that's done now. And players hold all the cards, and it's a wee bit different here in Scotland, but certainly in the Premier League, players earning. Two 300 grand a week it's just it's ludicrous um, last question I suppose Um, does he have a future Slinky so just straight out you know is that is that enough just to cast him aside that in addition to the stats I've read out or if he squared himself up had a clear there with the manager is there a future for a, a player like Saad Haqsibanovich I don't believe so I think his timing is absolutely ridiculous Um so I'm,
1: I'm hoping he's he's out by Friday t- you know honestly I
0: do I think he's already been told he's going and that's where it's came from I do I do I... And I tell you what, I, I definitely think there is a player there. I'm, I'm with you, but he's really going to need to change his attitude. Yeah, I'd lean towards your
2: opinion, Paddy. I think you might be right. I think he might already have been told, Aye. go and find another club, which would be a shame because he's a talented guy. We get excited about him when he came in at first. We thought he was going to be something, but doesn't look like that's going to happen. But it's quite amateur by him. And to your point, thinking, let's just see where we're at. He had a chance at West Ham. I think he's the same kind of... Attitude West Ham.
1: and Ham uh, and stuff like that They played by West Ham didn't he? Did they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was West Ham And it was the same kind of So he went over there At a young age I think he was 17 With West Ham And then it was Same kind of Attitude and stuff like that And Celtic gave me a, a, a bit of a life Let me like get back on A, a decent stage Aye.
2: And he's And he's He's blown it Pretty much so Adios amigo F- <laughs> <laughs> is that Montenegrin Is it <laughs> Yeah yeah um, I'd forgot uh, the, the West Ham link Passed me by But that's Albie Ayeti They've given us And Haximanovich And you can throw Carlton Cullen In the mix as well Why are we still Speaking to West Ham <laughs> for, for what they keep doing But let's see If Haximanovich Is still at the club Come Saturday morning Okay let's look At the new feature As I say It's the 11th man So Path to Paradise Is no more And I'll introduce how the 11th man is going to work. So again, it's all pretty straightforward, but the way it goes is that I'll read out a well-known Celtic starting 11, usually from fairly recent times, uh, but crucially, I'll miss one player out and all you have to do is tell me who the 11th man is. All good? All clear with that? Yep. So I'll give you the gaming question first of all. Celtic v Aberdeen, Scottish Cup final, Saturday, 27th of May, 2017. It's the invincible treble. It's the culmination of Brendan Rodgers' first season in charge. The starting 11, Sinky, is as follows. Craig Gordon... Mika Lustig, Kieran Tierney, Blank, Josu Siminovic, Callum McGregor, Scott Brown, Stuart Armstrong, Paddy Roberts, Lee Griffiths and Scott Sinclair. Have a wee think while we play this next message. While the guys are figuring that one out. A short reminder that if you like what we do here at the Celtic Exchange, then you can hear even more from us throughout the week by joining the Celtic Exchange Plus. At the Celtic Exchange Plus, we provide pre- and post-match podcasts for every Celtic game, as well as a number of other exclusive subscriber benefits. All you have to do is visit thecelticexchange.com slash plus right now for full details and to start your free trial. More podcasts, more reaction, more Celtic, all on the Celtic Exchange Plus. He's got it.
1: Uh, we'll pop up a bit of deliberation there Paddy what are what we
2: saying go ahead. I need his full name please <laughs> is it we'll get it beeped out yeah that's correct yes, so uh, <laughs> first time lucky and all that stuff we'll use today as a dummy run we'll start keeping scores from next all week right, onwards okay. we'll run this feature for the rest of the season I think it's got legs in it and Potential for it to get a lot harder, which which will be fun for me.
0: It, def- it definitely list. had me thinking, bec- just in case of any injuries, i definitely definitely... What was a
2: couple of other suggestions then? So we'll beep out the right answer, but any other guys that you're thinking of? Callum Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> so, for anyone that doesn't oh, realise what Sinkie's referring to, Sinkie and I done the, the pre-match for the St. Johnson game on Friday, I think it was, and I was waxing lyrical about Callum Davidson. Hey, listen, he's... he's He's a good guy I've met him before He's got a tough job There at St Johnson You lose your best players Year on year And he'll have them set up well And well organised I was way into my, my chat Sinky cuts me short And says uh, He gets sacked In April <laughs> It's Stephen McLean I was, so, uh, on you, mate. I was waiting on you A few folk were delighted To see me uh, Make an answer. of that no, Not as delighted As Sinky was oh, to it is. Um, But yeah So you've got that one right But as I say We'll start keeping score From next week It should be a good feature uh, For the season ahead We'll post the team line up Minus the 11th man Across Twitter and Instagram On Tuesday morning So if you want to have a guess Let us know there And we'll select Some lucky winners To receive a bonus 14 day trial Of the Celtic Exchange Plus Time for this week's listeners question which today comes from Graham in Dublin a good friend of the show so Graham asks the following Lots of problems
1: of course around at the moment lads but how do you see the centre half position playing out when we head over to Ibrox looks a real problem position to me at the moment so how do you think it's going to play there and how do you think it's going to go against a Rangers team we're probably going to lump loads of balls into the box
2: Yep so as Graham says lots of problems in general at Celtic at the moment but definitely the centre half position giving us most a headache so first of all how do you see it going uh, over at Ibrox and then beyond that do we think that's a tactic Rangers will deploy in terms of going big to the or sort of going you know high to the the big guys in the box? Your yeah, initial thoughts, thank you. Hey, I'm worried about this.
1: As as Graham said, I'm pretty worried about it. Uh, on Saturday, couple of balls over the top causes some some problems. You're not going to get an easy 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 day. work there. they'll be they'll be going all out especially at home with their fans all the other fans behind them. It's gonna be well it depends obviously we got we get signings in, but it's not looking lightly at the moment. So it's gonna be Scales and okay basically together again. But I I'm, I'm like Graham, it's causing me great concern. What I'm gonna say as well is um you noticed against Kilmarnock, the minute they they two got the ball, they're right on top of them. Rangers will be the exact same. They won't give them they won't give them a minute with a high press. So I've not no got the answer
2: <laughs> what we do we just need to make do with what we've got well there is a question so you said it's going to be skills and Lager Bielka is it is the first question Paddy because I wonder if Brendan Rodgers is now looking at that there's two alternative scenarios one he signs somebody and I've, I've no doubt they're looking to sign someone even if it, on a short term loan basis they were looking at a guy from Southampton a Brazilian who's gone a to excited. Qatar or something ah, yeah. like that um, but I think you know it seems that they were looking for someone so Fingers crossed first of all That we maybe get someone of of note in The alternative is Has he seen what's happened there at the weekend And thought I can't go to Evericks with that I need to change it up And I've got two suggestions for you One is a water Who Hear me out <laughs> Who we know Has played there in the past Although he's not covered himself in glory When playing there for Celtic Particularly at the end of last season So there's one suggestion I've got another one Which is even more left field And it's Tony Ralston Just to sit in there And just be a robust Centre half type player He's physical, he's strong, he wins his tackles, he wins his headers. We're going to come under pressure. Why not pair him with Lager-Bielkart rather than a Liam Scales who looked nervous on Saturday against St Johnson? You better believe he would get nervous at Ibrooks on Sunday coming. So what do you think of the couple of suggestions?
0: Um, I, I just think obviously with how, how difficult this is, if we don't sign anyone, then for me, yeah, I, I wouldn't be playing Liam Scales. Um, the in debate, I've, I've actually raised the same question to the, to the guys about Ralston getting into that position I think he would relish it I think he's uh, he's definitely someone that knows exactly what that fixture is about um, and also v- what like could go back to what I was saying very quick at releasing the, the ball um, the, than what we have at the moment um, and I think that suits more into our game plan but the other player that's very good in moving into the right position and very good at passing is Awata Awata is I don't think that that has been the issue. I think it's more just um, the the strength attributes and, and and matching the 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 speed of the play that has just been the things that he's been dif- he's found difficult. But any time I've seen him, pardon me, any time I've seen him in that that midfield position, I can't I can't really remember a bad performance from Mabata. Um
2: In midfield, in
0: midfield, aye aye, and I think that maybe this is the risk we take depending on how we look to set up. Granted, we lose a bit of height. But you just need to be clever about where Like they have played the same tactics for the last four seasons. They want those fills outside the box on the wings. They want to lump the ball into the box. That is what you're up against. You just need to be box clever and making sure you're, 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 you're approaching the game the right way to prevent that from happening. I know it's easier said than done. I understand that. Um, but for me, I, I would be happy with either or. In the g- current situation, I'd be happy with either or starting. Alongside Lager Either
2: or of Ralston or Awata. Yeah. yeah, I would agree I was, with you. I was just gonna ask you what well, you chip I'm, in, you're desperate. I'm, I'm, so. I'm scared, I'm <laughs> scared. I know, say, say you are like, right. Like, oh, oh, <laughs> just, all three are
1: giving me the fear. Scales uh, scales planes give me the fear. Yep. Ralston dropping a set their horse gave me the fear and awata with the cold, give me gave me the absolute fear of God. Please sign someone, please. Uh, pl- God. <laughs> I, I, th- I
0: think yes, granted, I, oh. I agree with you on that as well, Sinky. but also part of me thinks that there's also that just little bit more have a settled back line in the sense that Ralston, Johnston, and Taylor have been about each other for quite enough. They know what it's, this fixture's is about as well. There is that element of it too. Awata, yeah, maybe not up to match speed. I
1: was going to say, yeah, I sure was sure it was Rogers that played Kyle Mac at left back. Yes so he's got it in
2: the locker to make these kind of d- left wing Mike, decisions Mikey Johnson up front
0: on his own oh,
2: oh, so there's some Ibrox madness uh, yeah. in the locker we, okay. we always sense, love that man.
0: especially the first, the first game of the season against them oh. like the first time we played them there's always something mental It uh, will <laughs> certainly, certainly confuse
2: them with nothing else uh, just on those players then so the Lagerbielka will definitely start so if you to choose an order of Ralston, Scales and Iwata what would your order of preference be then in terms of the partner for Lagerbielka? Scales Skills first? Yes. Really? Just because it's his natural position. Mm. I know, I know, but as I say,
1: I keep saying it, we need to meet with what we've got. Um, And then... A what? And then Ralston is, is the third choice. Like, I, I, just think putting that putting that at your back at his half of Ibrox is. I know. I know. I know he knows what the fixture means, and he's and he's he's a, he's, got a good, he's got a good tackle. He's no bad air but it just gives me the honestly bad. It gives me the fear of God.
0: I, I, <laughs> That's I, me. I think. Listen, I, I know we're clutching at straws, but I see, I really do. And if we don't sign anyone, I I, I get that this is the three that we would probably will be looking at. But for me. Rousson's probably m- most up to speed than the other two, and I just think it's that match sharpness is it is that getting the speed of the game. And to be honest, from what I've seen for the front line, n- that's not concerning me. That isn't concerning me, and I think that that is what the risk you could possibly take. And for someone that can get the ball out his feet quick enough, Rousson's not too bad at that. The, the more I've thought about it, and now having what, what you haven't discussed it, it <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> the
2: more I've chatted it through here. I, I'm. I'm all in on the Ralston move. All you'd be saying to him is: win your tackles, win your headers, and give it to someone who can play ball a bit better than you. Win it, move it on. Win it, move it on. You, you just, you would just tell me keep his game simple. I don't think he would have huge problems with those strikers as well. Rangers, the front men they've signed are a mixed bag. There's some real clumsiness amongst them, and it wouldn't be a huge fear. And you know, Tony Ralston's—he's a real competitor, but he's he's a good defender first and foremost. He's not a fantastic footballer, but he's a good defender. And I wonder if you'd just be a, a better bet into it. Yeah, certainly, mystery option C is signing something. Be <laughs> but if we, if we need to play with the tools that we've got, then that would be the question. And Paddy, you've alluded to what you think they'll do, but to ask you, you do you expect Rangers to go direct on Sunday Will they get it to Tavenier? Will they get it to Barisic? Will they try and run three kicks around the box and go for height? They will. They will. That's,
1: that's what they've been doing the last few years. Um, and they've, they don't, they've, they've watched us the last couple of weeks. So they're, they, um, they'll be switched on, they'll do their homework. And I think it'll be a, a bit of a, a typical derby, it'll be a bit of a barrage to, to start with. But as I said, the than just, no, guys. They're, 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 all the listeners can give us their, give, give us their that's, a, that's
0: a good poll idea. Get it
1: to the listeners because yeah. that, that's honestly, you know, I can't get away from for that so you've ruined my week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh we'll put out in the socials, we'll do a poll on Twitter and we'll see if we'll see if everyone's as terrified as you clearly are, Sinke. Um bigger picture, lads, but who do you see you know, once the, the next few weeks you know come and go, who do you see as your first choice centre half pair it's obviously Cameron Kattervickers and one other. Um correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um have we just not seen enough of Navrotsky and Lagerbielka Bielka to work out who'll be the, the player? I, no,
0: I, I, mean. I, I think it'll be Navrotsky. Yeah. I really do. See, if, if we don't sign anyone else yeah. I, I've heard a few murmurings about uh, Rob Holden again I've see, I seen his name doing the uh. rounds Is he out
2: of favour at Arsenal? Is that the case? Yeah um, So if we're going for Kata Vickers and I agree I think Novrotsky as well just looks like he's got a wee bit more about, a wee bit more experience as well than Lager Bielka um, Does that mean Lager Bielka and one other probably Stephen Welsh has just signed a new four year deal Is that your third and fourth choice leaving Liam Scales and Yuki Kobayashi further down the line? Yeah, no further arguments on that. Um, I was chatting to Cush again during the post match after Saturday, and it's Celtic have been heavily criticised, and I, and I suggested as much myself that how has it come to be that Liam Skills lines up at centre half in match day three of the the Premiership? But what's the alternative for Celtic start your, your season with seven, eight, nine centre halves? It's just been it's been a really unlucky time when injury padding. You can Celtic. The board have made mistakes, Brendan Rodgers has made mistakes, the players have made mistakes, but sometimes you just have bad luck and, and I would suggest that's what's happened here.
0: It's a culmination, absolutely. And I, I've, uh, I've stewed and stewed and stewed over that result on Saturday and just had a, a, a really long think about things. Surprisingly, I'm still not too bad. I I'm, think I'm, I'm fairly optimistic about how this season will play out. Um, albeit, yeah, it will depend on who we bring in this week. I think that'll have a big bearing on how I feel, but... I also, I I do give the club the benefit of the doubt with the injuries that we we, we face at the moment. I really do. I think just the heat in a moment, we're all just wearing everything that's happening just now because it seems to be one thing after the other, especially with the the injuries. I mean, Stephen Wells signing a contract uh, and then falling injured later that day. same day. I mean, like did the pen pen fall on his foot or something like that? (laughs) I, I, I don't know how how much more they can ask for in terms of the the luck that they've faced at the beginning of the season. Having said that, there still should have been players in the door and players out the door. So it is a culmination of mistakes, but unfortunate events as well. The luck's
2: got to turn sometime, Paddy, and Sunday would be a, oh my God, a perfect imagine. time say, to happen.
0: Everyone's been pretty doom and gloom in the chat this week. Not Marty. Not Marty, no, no, no. No, no. no surprisingly not. Actually, he's, he's just still looking for YouTube, uh, YouTube <laughs> commenters. Like That's all he wants to do. But one of the things uh, that everyone was basically saying, if we don't get players this week, and even if we do, it's going to be such a hard challenge at the weekend. Imagine is sneaking a victory and imagine it being someone that's been like a scapegoat. Imagine Liam Scales popped up with a winner on Sunday. But like just something like that will happen known the way Celtic can happen sometimes. Would you take a draw right now? Absolutely. Would you take a draw right now?
2: I'll bite the hand off you right now. Absolutely not. Ball I... out for the win. Oh, for Go sake. for a broke. Why, why anything but We've got the players To go and win that game Even though we've been off for them It's just a go, Drop go McGregor Play scales Go for the win, <laughs> win. <laughs> What's happened here? Tony Roulston for the winner uh, We'll be doing a, an extended Big match preview on Friday Over at the Celtic Exchange Plus So as mentioned earlier on the Slash Plus To get yourself signed up On a free trial for that um, Sinky so any final comments on, on this quandary As we uh. head into Sunday he's <laughs> <laughs> well, all the place To you know after us uh.
1: Um as I said at the start, Sunday's a good opportunity to put things right. If it's a draw, I will take that. If it's a win, I will definitely take that. Um, we need to it needs to turn around at some point, and there's no better place and occasion to do it than the Glasgow Derby. So, all out Celtic, come on! Yeah, anything final from you, Billy?
0: I uh, listen. We 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 haven't clicked this season. It's as simple as that. That we still were a very strong team going forward. That's all I would say.
2: Including Dyson Maeda's left-footed shooting I tell you, Tavenier does not ain't, like ain't playing it against
0: like him it I, it, I know, I know, I think he did That's why they were all hanging back at the end um, No, But Tavenier does not like playing against him And it might not be that he's going to have his shooting boots on, on Sunday But mm. I tell you what, he can put pressure on him And if he's going to start, that'll be the role
2: Yeah, I think there's plenty To look forward to from Sunday So I can understand Some of the the negativity A wee bit of doom and gloom But this is one to look forward to It could be a a huge week In the context of the season So a good question there Thanks to Graham again For sending that in And to submit a question Of your own for a future episode You can do so In one of a few ways You can tweet us At Celtic Exchange Email me directly On tino At com, Or if you want to actually Hear yourself on the show You can leave the question As a voice clip On speakpipe.com Slash Celtic (laughs) Exchange Um, Just some final updates as we start to close out the show and we've already touched on a few of them but it is a crucial week ahead for a a few different reasons Thursday I think he sees the the Champions League draw so that's at 5pm and you can watch that live at uefa.com Friday at midnight it's the end of the summer transfer window and of course Sunday first Glasgow derby of the season at Ibrook's 12pm kick-off Paddy, in order of most to least what order are you looking forward to those events happening in? Uh, I'm going on holiday this week that's number one <laughs> he's
0: not caring man no, no, he's out no, <laughs> like no, that to the I'm looking forward to the game on Sunday I actually am I love I love those games love watching them great uh, great passion great drama um, and I just think that we y- you just never know you just never know
2: Yeah and I'm right in saying Parry you're, you're off to New York And you're going to catch it in Dempsey's hopefully With some of the, the boys over there
0: Aye aye uh, Go and hopefully watch the game at uh, Jack Dempsey's really looking forward to it. It's a great place to watch the football So can't wait for that Yep yeah. Sinky all huge events as I say Champions League draw
2: Usually want to look forward to Maybe a wee bit more apprehension This time around The end of the window What question How many signings do you think we'll make Including Louie Palmer How many do you think we'll get in the door I want to say five But it'll be three probably Three yeah. Yeah, I'm going four yeah. just because oh, I'm difficult including Lee Palmer right.
1: um, In order you've mentioned I would say the transfer window I'm looking forward to seeing what we get in the door uh, the draw to see what we get that's always good got an easy jet see where we're going and then the, then the game probably third that's that.
2: <laughs> You're not looking forward to seeing Tony Rillson's first game oh, at t- centre
1: half t- t- no, stop
2: it please, <laughs> please mate uh, thank you. your final comments as we start to close out today's show
1: Um, As I said the last couple of weeks have been a better bit of doom and gloom and uh, we've, all, we've all been emotional we've, we've reacted we're calling it Cal, Cal Mack and all sorts and the, man, the, uh, the manager and all sorts but as I said they're, they're trying to put it right and we're getting some new personnel in the doors the priority and getting rid of some of the
2: hangers on as well oh, get them out the deadwood what about yourself Paddy final comments
0: I listen it's definitely been um, a bit of a tough month I think uh, we, we've expected to be in a stronger position than what we are. Um but I still think it's a very long season. It's a very long season. Granted it's gutted to better League Cup. But I just think that we need to buy in pretty quickly as, as supporters. We need to um hope that our players buy into what is, is happening here. Um because it ultimately we we we're still like under no pressure in the terms of nothing's pulled away yet, nothing's moved away from us yet. We're top of the table We need to remember that I know it's been sketchy We're top of the table No You're spot on It's still It's still in our hands That's the way to look at it And We just need to get together And just Just go for it Sunday will be very interesting I think Yeah I was
2: just waiting for you to say bring on iBrooks, the, the kind of rallying call but I, I know that's what you were you I meaning to say Aye. so that wraps things up on the latest episode of the Celtic Exchange Weekly thanks to Paddy and Sinkey for joining me today and as always our thanks to you for tuning in we'll be back with the Celtic Exchange Weekly this time next week or if you want to hear even more from us this week then visit the slash plus plus to enjoy the extra content we offer at the sale to the Exchange Plus. And once you're in, you'll then be able to hear us again on Friday as we bring you the big match preview for that crucial game at Ibrox on Sunday. But till then, thanks for listening and we'll see you again very soon.
1: network.